Hey, you ever get into fights when you were a kid? Uh, plenty. Yeah, but it wasn't like the problem I have, right? Why? Fighting, fighting. Same, same. Yeah, but you knew karate. <laughs> Someone who always know more. Welcome to Karate Kid Minute, a podcast where we discuss the original 1984 classic, The Karate Kid, one balanced minute at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us one more time today from Wildcat Minute is Tyler. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Hi, I'm here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, this is Minute 84, Minute 1984 of The Karate Kid. It wow. begins with uh, Daniel learning about balance and ends with Daniel giving the right answer. Um, so <laughs> Correct. Yeah. We begin right where we left off with Daniel standing on the bow, not bowing, on the bow of the rowboat as <laughs> Miyagi is fishing. And Daniel wants to learn how to punch, but Miyagi says he needs to learn balance first. And he's kind of going on talking about how balance is, if balance is good, your karate is good. Everything's good. If it's bad, you better pack up, go home. But I, I don't know about you guys, but when he said pack up, I swear it sounded like a swear word. Which word? It's, it's, you better F up. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. You might, have, might want to listen to it again if you didn't catch it. But every time I heard it, I was like, did, what did he say? No, <laughs> pack up, pack up, pack up. Um, but uh, then he asked Daniel if he understands, and Daniel says he understands. So one of the big topics of today's minute, I'm just going to throw it out there on the table for some discussion. Balance. It sounds like something I want, but what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what is balance to you guys? Uh, well, basically it's just everyone wants Daniel to chill out. <laughs> <laughs> just be more even in your temperament. <laughs> but in the, but in this moment, he's talking about literal balance. Well, you got to train your I, center of balance before you can start, you know, extending your legs and your arms and throwing off your balance. Oh, you really? He's one things. of those figurative things where like, you like you work on something like and it has figurative meaning. Yeah. Like a metaphor. Mm-hmm. I figured. Yeah, I figured it was both. It was it was <laughs> it was it was the physical balance. But I, I think he was he's talking about how you have to have this mental balance in order to make your karate good. Yeah, for sure. But the reason he's standing on the bow is to train his physical balance. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it is important to have core strength. You got to work on those abs. Um, and you also need to make sure your, your, uh, yellow bile, black bile, phlegm and blood are in balance too. Yeah. You got to balance your, your humors. Um, I mean, as someone guys have lost me, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you've got no humors. (laughs) Um, I mean, I can, I can tell who hasn't practiced 1800s medicine. Oh, um, I guess, I guess guilty. (laughs) To answer to answer your question, I mean, as someone who, as, as I discussed in the last minute, uh, just watched Spider-Man Two, um, I think, yeah, it's this movie is about Daniel finding balance in his life too. Like he needs to have a like a healthy like romantic and social life. He needs to have a healthy relationship with his mother, um, like a family life, which is obviously strained because um, he lives in a like a single parent household. So he needs to kind of find that balance. In the father figure with Miyagi, he needs to find peace with himself and, you know, his insecurity. I think all of these aspects are things that create balance in your life. 
He needs to get yeah. physical exercise. Yeah, that's uh, well explained. I <laughs> because I was I was thinking like uh, it seems to be some sort of like I don't know Zen state where you have to like just get uh, completely uh, focused and and I don't know you're finding balance mentally and. Uh, with I don't know your cheese or something like that. Not your like like provolone cheese, but like uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh yeah I was Daniel, thinking you have to unlock your American cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> it's sticking up the cheese cabinet. Uh so so yeah that that's definitely what I was considering uh how how amazing it would be if I could ever feel completely balanced can anybody feel completely balanced i always think there's always something going on that that is uh you know uh ca- causing some sort of friction in your life i mean it just if you're human you have and know, you live man it. on wire guy had things pretty figured out yeah uh by walking on the tight wire the wire between the world trade centers yeah because yeah, he, he had, had balance, balance. <laughs> <laughs> but that's physical yeah, but, balance yeah was he happy <laughs> that's true <laughs> the only people i know who have like perfect balance are the the neutronians from futurama okay <laughs> can they're you explain that reference they're complete now? they're completely neutral about everything oh uh, okay I, I don't know but all my uh, all i know is my gut says maybe <laughs> <laughs> if i die tell my wife i said hello <laughs> Cool, cool. Uh, I think I think we got that pretty much covered. Uh, the, the the neutrinos is that what you said? Uh, Neutronians, yeah. I think. Neutronians. Okay. <laughs> the neutrinos. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Daniel is balanced on the bow of the boat uh, and is going through his blocks here. But I'm telling you, like his Matt, we got to go to you on form watch. How oh my is god, he's just now? looking to break his wrists. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking he's looking a lot more like you know a karate expert here. No, he's the moves. <laughs> he's, no, especially on those high blocks, like the little like claw hand he's making, and he's just like trying yeah. to block things with his puny wrists. Like, no, that's not how you do it. I know, but it seemed to work in Cobra Kai. We talked about that ages ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh you know, Robbie had blocked with the back of his wrist. It didn't seem to be hurt at all. Yeah, well, this is fiction. <laughs> Are you I'm saying- sure it's going to work out for him, but in reality, don't do that. Okay, so Cobra Kai does do things wrong sometimes in your eyes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> bonus material for those who may have had Ralph as one of their favorite 80s pinups. Uh, if you look at the rehearsal on YouTube, uh, Daniel is balancing shirtless in cutoff jean shorts. And uh, and you can see Ralph Macho got a little ripped for this movie. You don't really it, it's really kind of covered up by what he wears in the film. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, as someone who watches my cousin Vinny in the Karate Kid part two more than the Karate Kid part one, he's <laughs> insanely skinny in this movie. It's crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. He's so young and small and skinny. <laughs> uh and i think i've mentioned before uh uh william zapka was shirtless through a lot of rehearsal uh too even like the scene they filmed in the cafeteria for some reason he was rehearsing johnny as shirtless johnny <laughs> hey no shoes no shirt no service 
So maybe they thought this was there was just way too much beefcake for a family film. <laughs> so they're like, hey, put a shirt on for this this scene when we get the the cameras going. I don't think Ralph Macchio has ever been beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know veal. <laughs> Real cake? I don't know. Meatballs. <laughs> Ma. Ah. <All> right. <laughs> He's turning into Raymond. Uh, so Daniel and Miyagi talk about uh, fighting now. And Daniel asks if he ever got in any fights as a kid. And Miyagi says, plenty. And I'm here is where we pitch the young Miyagi Netflix series. <laughs> who's in I'm, I'm telling you this would be great just fights in every episode but he uh, never likes already cast this who would who would play him oh gosh you know i mean I, this I, would require a knowledge of asian actors which i'm, I'm guessing we don't have as, as... <laughs> well unfortunately, i'm, gonna, I'm yeah. gonna throw out peter shinkoda okay okay <laughs> i'm there for it uh, from Daredevil, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes Daredevil. no i was trying to think of the uh the character he played but in Daredevil? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name. <laughs> Young uh, Miyagi does seem like a, a show that would work, actually. Um, not not to, like, encourage uh, a, a show of an existing property, because th- those usually are just um, bad ideas, although apparently Cobra Kai was a good idea. Um, <laughs> and I think it might ruin some of the fun of Karate Kid Part 2, which is, like, telling this story, you know, 60 years in the future or whatever. Um, right, but when you heard about the Clone Wars, didn't you just say to yourself, <laughs> "I need to see the Clone Wars"? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you, you could stretch that. I mean, it's Netflix, so you could stretch out that entire plot line over like five seasons, and uh, it's just a whole thing where Miyagi ends up leaving uh, Japan in the end. You know? Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'd be up for it if, you know, especially if. Uh, well, I don't know. You know, it would be like a period piece because instinctively I'd be like thinking that the people behind Cobra Kai should definitely be involved in this. But then I think, well, maybe it's kind of like a period piece, you know, uh, 50s uh, Japan. Would they be? I mean, we're not looking for funny quips and, <laughs> you know, things like that. So well, if, if you did it like in the style of like a Kung Fu movie, like if you got people who like who do that as their speciality to mm-hmm. make it. That yeah. like then it could just be like a like a kung fu genre show like Daredevil. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. My my other we we've already answered this question ourselves on this podcast. But Tyler, did you ever get into any fights? Uh, I I ain't never been in a fight. Um, no. I've Good been in some, like some like some intense games of football, but. <laughs> Um, you no, mean soccer no. or <laughs> I'm confused. No, just like, you know, like playing on the offensive line in football where you get like a little bit more intense with someone than you should have, but right. not, that's not a fight. That's just, <laughs> yeah. You're playing football. Yeah. Uh, huh. no, I, I haven't. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think one needs to avoid fights. <laughs> uh, to, to, you know, to live with balance in their life. Well, I if I want to have balance, maybe I should sometimes fight and sometimes not fight. Right, right. You have to hit both sides of that. So it yeah. remains balanced. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we get a little bit into uh, Daniel's problems being compared to Miyagi's problems. 
um, where Miyagi Daniel supposes that Miyagi didn't have problems like he had problems. Uh, but Miyagi says, well, you know, fighting's fighting. Uh, and then Daniel points out, yeah, but you knew karate. <laughs> and Miyagi does the usual, does the nice thing where it's like, you know, well, someone always knows more karate. And, always a bigger fish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Phantom Mass. Um, but I don't know. It, it, I, I don't think that compares. I don't think it's same, same as Miyagi says, because like everybody seems to know more karate than Daniel. <laughs> I mean, Daniel never knows more karate than anybody else in this movie. <laughs> I mean, also, um, we know from Karate Kid Part 2 that like Mr. Miyagi's fights were like to the death for when right. he was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one, did Miyagi kill people? Not just in the war, but, you know, yeah. fighting karate. Uh, I think his first like real severe death match he ran from. So, uh, I I'm assuming no. Um, but, the, but he did say he got into plenty of fights. I guess not every one of them was to the death. I, I assume maybe they may, maybe there were just petty squabbles like, you know, Hey, you stepped on my foot on my foot, you know, <laughs> they jump into fighting positions, but if there's <laughs> they jump honor, in that, involved, they jump into that arena, uh, surrounded by the pointy sticks. <laughs> yeah. There's a little clacky balls. Um, So Daniel has this little line of questioning. It's like, why do you like if you hate fighting? Why do you like karate? My question is, does Miyagi like karate at all? Because he's spent every minute of this movie doing everything but karate. (laughs) He's literally fishing in this scene. Yeah, he's not showing him any moves. He's, you know, he's not doing it along with him. He's, uh, you know, oh, we get some glorious, uh, you know, the two of them doing kata together, you know, later in the series. I don't think we get that in this movie, right? No, I don't think so. I know at least in uh, the in, in two and three, we get some. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, so he says, uh, why train for karate if you don't like to fight and and. Daniel, of course, comes up with the right answer here at the end where he says, so I don't have to fight. Um, so are we talking about just like having a reputation of like, oh, well, I'll, he knows karate, so <laughs> I won't fight with him. <laughs> or is it just like if he's really good at blocking, <laughs> then he doesn't have to fight. If he can block every move, he doesn't have to fight. <laughs> yeah, probably a little I think bit that's of part it, of it. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that only makes sense in the context of karate or, you know, like self-defense, because yeah. if you said this, like, why, why practice playing trumpet? So I don't have to play trumpet. Like that doesn't <laughs> make any sense. No, but in, but like in the context of like violence and karate, where it's supposed to be like, you know, fighting, but in a way that like neutralizes your opponent, which is more not, not what karate is. It's, Taekwondo or whatever. I don't remember which one um, is the one where you're supposed to just like deflect only like only oh, deflect things. Aikido. Or what? Aikido. Yeah, maybe that. Um, but there like there is this kind of karate logic of that kind of goes throughout the whole movie. And, you know, that goes throughout like any kind of karate dojo you might fight that you might train in is that, you know, you there's this kind of this this well-rounded nature, like having, having balance in your life and having the, the karate just be an aspect of it. And another aspect of it is, you know, 
having emotional intelligence and having personal strength. And uh, by training karate, you're, you're, you know, you're improving your uh, skills and um, self-perception so that you're like less likely to be in the situation where you have to fight someone. Like if, like if you're a violent person um, by nature and you're insecure, then you're going to get on people's nerves. You're going to, you know, you're going to get into situations. You're going to get into scraps. But if you're, if you've figured things out through discipline, I think that's a good word. Discipline is what's going to get you, not get you into situations where people want fisticuffs. They are going to get you through life pretty evenly. Right. I also like where he says, uh, you know, there were times when you were scared to fight and Miyagi says, always scared. Um, I, I like that. He says yeah. that. And I, in, like you said, that we, we get this new way of looking at karate, you know, via 1984, of course. But I think at this point is when people started to say, oh, wait, karate isn't just I mean, I think people looked at karate and learning karate as just being into something like Cobra Kai. Whereas I love how this movie gives like, you know, what I think many karate senseis intend for karate to be perceived as as a way to achieve balance and to you know, uh, learning how to be more stable in your life. And, you know, that's just a, a, a part of it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I like how he taught this lesson mostly through just a disapproving faces and Daniel <laughs> found his way to the answer on his own. <laughs> yeah. I like when Miyagi says, it's like, is that really what you think? And Daniel just goes, um, no, I know it's, it's, <laughs> just I love lying. that. Well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I love that Daniel seems to like have regressed for a minute. It's almost like his own uh, his insecurity was the word, but like, I don't know, impetuousness, you know, the, the older old Daniel, where it's just like, I got to learn how to punch. I got to learn how to fight. Um, whereas, and now he's starting to think like, Hey, actually, you know, I'm learning something here and I'm being trained not to fight. So I don't know. I just like that he comes up with the right answer at the end and uh, you know, we'll see if Miyagi approves of that. In the next I'd, month, love a, <laughs> I'd love a Socratic debate between Socrates and Mr. Miyagi. Like, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we get this, uh, oh, there's also a, a, a deleted scene uh, that is cut out here. It's, it's just kind of a different way to approach this scene. Uh, but it gives us a little bit more Miyagi history or what we might have known about Miyagi's history before the next movie. Uh, so Daniel says, uh, how come you left Okinawa? And Miyagi says, draft dodger. And he explains, um, Japanese army say Miyagi come. Miyagi say Japanese army sayonara. And Daniel says, you mean you ran away? And Miyagi says, ran far, run far, run fast. And Daniel says, why? And that's when Miyagi starts getting into, well, I don't like to fight. Um, So it's an interesting different way to get into this uh, scene. But it definitely, uh, I mean, it, he would have been completely lying if the, if part two uh, kept the same story. Well, yeah, because he fought in the American military, right? Yeah. But, I mean, that part could have stayed. I mean, Miyagi uh, runs out of this country because the Japanese tell him he's got to fight. 
And then he goes to America and ends up fighting on the American side instead. And maybe he could justify that. I don't know. I like the the idea that Miyagi had the foresight to be like, I don't want to be the same side as the Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, did we cover everything in this minute? I'm thinking we did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is kind of one of the more meaningful minutes of the, of the movie. I was kind of like, Oh yeah, this is a, this is a good one to be on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, again, I just, I love that this, this, this is like one of those times where karate kid just shows that it's different than, I don't know, like three ninjas or something (laughs) or, or just something that karate is more of a, a, a treated as more of a spiritual, you know, thing, a mental thing not just fighting with the fists and that, that it yeah. teaches, you know, kids who watch this, that grew up with this movie. So, um, all right. So we definitely want to get into our Friday question, which is basically just talk about anything spoilery you want about the sequels, the remakes. I, Tyler, if you wanted to get into, you know, your thoughts on part two, um, feel free or anything else. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's anything to say about the rest of this movie. Um, oh, I, crap, I, man. We got to hang it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, like, there's the whole, you know, there's the whole end montage. But, like, what more could I say about that that hasn't that hasn't been said or that you guys aren't going to say? I like the character building of um, the the kind of opponents that we had, hadn't met before the fight. There's kind of like the big lumbery guy in that one scene. I, I like him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, I like, I like get him a body bag. You know, that's great. Um, <laughs> no, but okay. Karate kid part two. Um, f- for one thing, I like how it, I like how it starts right after the, the first one. Um, I like that scene where the, the guy punches through the windows Mm-hmm. Um, that's really great. Um, I like how stupid Daniel is, like spending his college money, uh, spending his college money to go to Japan. Yeah, because Miyagi's called to Japan for um, his father dying. Like D- Daniel, yeah. Daniel, what, the original weeb. Um, <laughs> no, I like how we we just ditch Elizabeth Shue and find we have this new girl who's great, and we have the nephew who's just like angry the whole time yeah um which in a, in a in a way very similar to billy zapka but also like very unique and fun yeah. for its own movie um no but my favorite part of karate kid part two and <laughs> maybe maybe yes. i'll get to talk about this in the future one day is when they're in the, the like the hurricane thing um what do, what do they call it in the pacific ocean a mo- uh, not a monsoon a typhoon something i thought it was just a hurricane but um, or maybe it's a typhoon. I don't know. <laughs> um, they're in this little bunker thing, and they're like, "We need, we, like, we need, we need like men to go out and and grab like all the all the people." And standing in like the background, there's this like this, there's just like this one guy with a mustache who's like smoldering so hard, but not saying <laughs> anything and not helping at all. Um, the nephew is having this like intense scene, like where they're like yeah. arguing. And just in the background, there's just like this mustache guy who's like, just like there. And he's like, why aren't you helping? You could help. <laughs> he's more interested in what's going on here. <laughs> and I love it so much. 
But uh, that's that's Karate Kid Part Two. I I really like it, and I and I like Ralph Macchio. He's funny. Yeah, I will tell you that uh, the uh, uh, the 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 podcast its balance is now all bad. So we should really pack it up and go home. Oh no, we've, <laughs> we've blocked our keys. We're all constipated. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week, Tyler. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Fun to come on a different podcast and not have to worry about editing it later. Who feels good? <laughs> oh, is editing. this your first time guesting on something? No, no. I, I've it's been a while though. Yeah. Um, and n- new friends, you guys are great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, no problem. Can me you too. please uh, let everybody know uh, where they can find you, where they can listen to your podcasts? Yeah, you can listen to Wildcat Minute, our minute by minute analysis of High School Musical on the Amateur Nerds podcast feed. Robin and Matt, of course, you'd be welcome to come on. I don't know how interested you are in um, this children's movie from 2006, but uh, we're breaking free. Uh, <laughs> I mean, part of the gag this. of the show is that I haven't actually seen it. I'm watching it minute by minute. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, which is relatively unique for the movie by minute community, although not unheard of. So I guess um, you didn't get that reference. OK, <laughs> um, I know that that's one of the songs I'm oh, okay. I'm, I'm with you. Um um, something, something you can bet on it. That's how we sign off all of our episodes. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And my Twitter is at Tyler Booty, T Y L E R B O U D Y. I just tweeted, How many podcasts do I have to do before a woman falls in love with me? If you want to know what my brand of humor is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get an answer? Um, at least five is what my friend Paul said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, tune in next week where Daniel takes a bath and heads for the hills. And until next time. Uh, oh, no. I got spaghetti spilled all over me. I don't. That's not an actual line from the movie. Ma. <laughs> Ma. Ma. <laughs> they spilled spaghetti all over me. And now I got a black eye from the spaghetti. <laughs>